to the Total Car Score podcast, bringing you the world of cars from inside the car. And now your hosts, Carl Brower, Lauren Fix, and Javier Mota. I wish uh, we could say live from New York for the outer show, but uh, it's not, <laughs> right? What is it? The third time it's been canceled, Lauren? I think so, yes. This is a, yeah, it is, because it was both times during Easter were canceled. And now in August, we thought we had, we thought for sure it was a go, although it was a terrible time of year to do it on top of Pebble Beach. But it got canceled because New York City is mandating vaccine shots with ID cards. So they I knew know. that that was going to be a nightmare. And it is. And uh, you were also there in New York, right, Carl, right before uh, um, the week of the auto show for the Wagoneer? Yeah, I was in New York City, uh, not for auto show, but for Grand Wagoneer. And uh, glad I was. Car's pretty impressive inside and out, to put it mildly. But um, it really, I was kind of glad the show got canceled, i got to be honest. Not because I didn't want to go to the show, <laughs> but because my schedule had me in New York City Monday through Wednesday, Pebble Beach Thursday through Monday, and I would have been flying back to New York City uh, Tuesday, the, the Tuesday following that and all. And that would have been a bit much. It was already bad enough to be on like, you know, eight days straight of travel. So, yeah, I did that because I, I had to go to New York, believe it or not. Uh, NBC Telemundo wanted us to have a report from New York, even though the auto show was not in New York, was not happening. But anyway, <laughs> so I went there for 22 hours. I did a five-minute video and came back to Miami. I'm here. I am now. <laughs> a little crazy. Wow. Yeah, it is crazy. It is so, crazy. I was I was in New York for the Grand Wagoneer also, but I didn't get out because of a horrible, horrible rain and thunder lightning storm. So I got it like two in the morning. Got into Buffalo at like three a.m. What? That was oof. brutal. That's why I have this silly head cold. You know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the glamorous, yeah. the glamorous life of uh, automotive. Uh, I know right? it always sounds glamorous, but we all know otherwise. Yeah. So uh, Carl and I were at um, the Monterey Car Week, and it was great to see you there, Carl. We had a lot of fun, uh, a lot of really good interviews. We talked to Tobias Morris from Aston Martin. Um, you did something else there, right, Carl? Right? What? What, what other things? Oh, we talked to. Ralph Giles about the Wagoneer, also a really cool yep. guy. Yeah, no, I interviewed uh, like eight people at that show with full on, you know, lavalier mics and a high quality camera and all with my camera guy helping me. So he's going to be rolling out. Uh, if you go on my new YouTube channel, you can see my overall video, which is also embedded in a Forbes story that just went up this morning. And what's also, the name of your YouTube channel, Carl? It's really hard to remember. So get ready, guys. Ready to take notes? Okay. okay. YouTube channel is Carl Brower. So with a K, Carl with a K. K A R L B R A U E R. But if you go on that channel, you'll see. And I haven't, I've, you know, I've got like almost a thousand subscribers. I haven't really put a lot of energy into it, but I'm probably going to be putting more into it for various reasons in the coming uh, weeks and months. But certainly all my Pebble Beach videos will roll out on that channel in the coming couple of weeks. And there's going to be interviews with John Akeda at Acura and um, uh, Frank Heil at Bugatti. And Ralph, Ralph Gilles at Stellantis and Bill Peffer at uh, Maserati and Larry Dominique at Alfa Romeo and like four more that I won't go into to bore everyone. But I got like eight different interviews. Plus, I did some really cool footage with the James Bond uh, recreation car that Aston Martin built. I think 25 of them. And they had one at their uh, booth in Monterey. So, you know, with the with the working uh, 
the bulletproof shield and ejector seat and all the other stuff that they actually made these cars, 25 of them. They're not even road legal, but they still sold everyone in, you know, in cool. instantly. And uh, did did some Ford GT driving too, believe it or not, uh, Lauren. They had a Ford GT there and it was kind yeah. of bizarre because I haven't the had one in the new before. ugly color you're talking about. Yeah, the one they keep repainting, by the way. And it is kind of the, the joke oh. that nobody wants to talk about. But if you look at its VIN, it's like H something, which means it's a 2018. This was the red Dan Gurney Heritage car at the 2018 Pebble Beach, or I guess it was 2017. Then it was the golf-colored car at the 2018 uh, Pebble Beach. And now it's the orange car with the 2020 updates with the slightly updated engine power and all that other stuff. And also they just keep reusing this car, which makes sense given they, you know, you can't just have another press car every year when the press car is based on a half a million dollar car. Ford doesn't want to do but that. It's so the same darn car. Yeah. They I just keep it. And, and re-mechanicalizing um, it. Uh, but they let me drive it up and down between Monterey and Big Sur. Uh, which was a lot of fun, especially because I haven't had my car since early July. It's been getting worked on. Uh, nothing wrong with oh. it, too. It was running fine. But the guys at Galpin were like, give us your car for like a week. Well, give it for like three weeks. We've got to tear the whole interior out and put it back in. But when we do, oh, you're no. going to love it. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to have faith in you guys. So, as long as I'm not paying for it, food. sure. Yeah, no, it was a pretty cheap price. They came and got it in the trailer and brought it back. And now it's at the PPF shop that's much closer to me, just getting some uh, PPF tweaks and re- re- redone some of those. So yeah. I, we'll have it eventually, but it was very nice to be in a Ford GT. It's like, ah, oh, this is taking care of my Ford GT fix since I haven't had mine for almost uh, six weeks. Um, are they Buffalo, done? you can drive mine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, are they done with the original... Um, production numbers that they announced when the car came back i thought it was only for two years right oh well they, they, yeah. they lied to us they <laughs> lied they told us yeah. two years and then they came back and changed it and they made it uh till 2022 so this no, year's well, first... heritage car is the hideously ugly wimbledon white on that car i love the color oh. i have a shelby in that color i do not like it on the gt it's it's bizarre i mean it and it doesn't even look like the car they're trying to pay homage to, right? They're trying to pay homage to the first GT40 prototype, the all black one with the with or all the all white one with the blacked out hood. But yeah, you know that color. You're right. It looks like a dirty, faded white. It works well on yeah. the GT on the GT500 and all, but uh, all that surface area on the Ford GT, it's just too much, and it doesn't they loses to, all its lines. Well, they had the original car there that it's based on, and that car still has a white. Why are they making it this kind of dirty white, kind of off-white color when the original car they're paying homage to was white without any kind of dirtiness to it? Dirty color. Too many fingers in the soup pot. Yeah. I guess they're making more because they're selling them. Well, they're not making it. They're only making till 22. If they continue it, I'm going to lose it. However, I did see a rumor that they're putting the 7.3 in it. So immediately, yeah. I'm like, Carl, I'm on the horn, sending That's notes to people. Such... I want chassis 27. They're like, yeah, it's it's definitely not a real thing. I said, damn, because it would no, change the whole weight BS. balance. It'd be a mess. No, it's BS, and it's just clickbait, and everyone on the internet yeah, thinks they're so smart. Oh, they're going to do this. They're going to do this. And I can't, you know, I was telling people. They better some people not. Even, some people that all of us even know that we're getting, getting you know, corn swoggled into this, and I said, guys. It's not going to happen, all right? And then I just went on the GT forum just because Dave Bannister, who runs that, of course, knows where all the bodies are buried related to this yep. program and the last program. And he was he was happy to uh, make fun of anyone who'd started to get sucked into this untrue rumor. So that was fun. So well, anyway, let you hear those things, though. You want to get want to be active to get a car if you want one because they would go quick. 
Okay, let's yeah. uh, let's talk about cars that most people can get. <laughs> no, <not just> <laughs> yeah, so, you had to drive one of them on the track. Yeah, the um, Toyota GR86, which is amazing, much more improved, a lot more power, a lot of new technology. And also, um, this week was the global reveal of the new 2023 Nissan C. No numbers anymore, because they said this is the com com combination of all the the previous six generations of it. So I don't know if you guys watched the um, the, the reveal on, online or not, uh, but I mean, you've seen the car in pictures, right? What do you think? Well, I, I saw it, like I saw it, it live. <laughs> yeah, I watched it live, but you know, I'll be honest with you, right? It it looked a lot like the concept car we've already seen, so I didn't feel like there was really much of anything new or different. Um, and my understanding is that it's on the exact same wheelbase as the current generation one, which is suggesting to some people that how different really is this car from a kind of chassis fundamental basis? Now, I don't know. I'm not saying it isn't. I'm just saying that when you see a new, all new vehicle come out and the wheelbase uh, is exactly the same as the previous version, you start to wonder how much else really did get changed. So, uh, Something very interesting that I, I, I learned there when um, I was at the event, Alfonso Alvaiza, the head designer for um, Nissan, he's the designer, he's not the engineer. And all he was talking about is like, you can't believe how good this car drives. <laughs> I mean, there might be something there. Yeah, well, honestly, if you spend enough money, I mean, look at the, I always like to point at the LX platform under the, the Challenger and the Charger. Uh, you know, that that started as a 90s E-Class and then was given yeah. to, to Chrysler and they made their first production models off it in 2005. Now, it is not the same chassis from the 90s uh, uh, Mercedes, or even really the same chassis from the 2005 first year for the Challenger and the Charger and the 300 and the and the um, Magnum before it went away. Uh, they keep tweaking it. And if you've got a very good ch chassis to start with, you can keep making tweaks to it without a full redesign and keep making it better and better. So I'm not even suggesting that if it is a largely the same chassis that's under the current Z, that somehow neutralizes whatever chance it has of being a great car. It could be a very good car using that same chassis as the fundamental starting point. Lauren, you know a lot about these cars because you work for Nissan a while ago, right? I was a dealer trainer way back in the day, yes. So I do know a lot about these cars. And, you know, I, I owned a 280ZX many moons ago. But, you know, and then they kind of lost their, their passion when they went to the 370Z. There were the enthusiasts who stayed with it. But it, it lost its sports car-y kind of look. It got just heavy looking. So now the new one looks great. I mean, I think if, if they continue to go through with this, you know, creating more horsepower, new look, um, it better handle better than the last one. But if it does, they all have a winner on their hands. I did also like the fact they used Cody Walker, which is Paul Walker's brother yeah. uh, for the announcement. I thought that was really nice. And they got a bunch of enthusiasts. So the presentation was excellent. Uh, it was in New York. You were there live. I had this stupid head cold, so I couldn't go. Um, <laughs> but but that's okay. I mean, I'll be back on the road on Monday. So Yeah. One thing that was interesting to me was that I didn't see too many complaints online on anything, like the style, the power, the, the manual transmission. So you know how, how nowadays everybody is complaining about something about a new car. I didn't see any of that there. <laughs> so... I That's think good. Nissan, yeah, I think Nissan got a, got it right. 
And Toyota also with a GR86, I thought they got it right. Obviously, that's a co-production with Subaru uh, that some people think it's like silly, but that's the only way they can make that car. So got to do the sharing. Yep. Exactly. They also did it with BMW with the Supra. So we'll see. Well, two sports cars, Japanese sports car with manual transmission, turbo engine. So that's good, right? Yes. Yeah, everyone was happy about the manual transmission, which, again, part of me, just to just to be the, the cynical uh, killjoy here, but it's like we have to celebrate that we can still get three pedals in a car. That's like, <laughs> oh, my God, you're going to offer it with three pedals? Holy cow. It's like, no, it should be more like you aren't going to offer it with three pedals. What the hell's wrong with you? Which we do hear a lot. But exactly. that's, yes. that's, well, that's, the, that's the mistake. So Okay. Anyway, I have a, on the next segment, I have an interview uh, and, and not with you, <laughs> with the Nicholas Miller from uh, Toyota. So I'm going to say goodbye to you for this show. And I guess next week we're going to see each other together in the same event, in the same all place, inside us, the car. I think, right? Yeah, that's going to be interesting. Are we going to all be at uh, the next same uh, Infinity event next week? Yes. On Monday, yep. Oh, you guys are Monday? I'm Wednesday through Friday. So. Oh, God. <laughs> We're leaving on Wednesday. I'm leaving on Wednesday to drive the new Raptor with Javier. So. Yeah. Well, anyway, we'll miss you, Carl. Like we miss you, Lauren, in uh, Pebble Beach. So uh, one one day will happen. We'll be together one day. Okay. <laughs> All right. Take care, guys. Take Have care. Fun. Take care. Bye. Well, Nick, uh, first of all, thank you for having us here at Monticello Motor Club, a beautiful racetrack, private club that if we weren't for you, we wouldn't be here because I don't think I can afford a membership here, but <laughs> right. Toyota can. Uh, but um, you were managing a very different team, and now you're in charge of uh, GR Toyota Gazoo, which brought out this new GR86. Tell us about it. That's right, yeah. Um, so this is actually a really exciting day for me, obviously, to be able to... to reveal this this my baby right to to all the uh automotive enthusiasts out there but um yeah today we're up at monticello motor club and we're giving uh, everyone an opportunity to drive the the new gr86 so uh this is the year where our 86 officially earned its gr badge um which is important which means a couple things one that um, it's really had the seal of approval by our our president and master driver uh, akio toyota um and it's met really all the requirements that it needs to earn a GR badge. So we don't just give out the GR badge to, to any vehicle. Um, they need to, to meet a handful of criteria, everything from styling to power, um, and in this case, uh, in drive dynamics, right? These vehicles are, are really born, we say they're uh, born on the track, not in the boardroom. Yeah. And uh, you also gave us the opportunity to drive the previous generation, which is really great because when you are in the previous generation and immediately jump into the new one, you really feel the difference. So, I mean, that's that, it's been a lot of improvement, not only in horsepower in style, but uh, tell us a little bit what what has improved in, in a few set, in a few minutes, because there's a lot. Yeah, I think one of the first things that you'll notice going from the previous generation to the new one is uh, is the engine, right? So we went from a, a two liter to a 2.4 liter, um, same boxer style uh, posing four cylinder motor, which brings the horsepower up to on the automatic from 200 to 228. Um, but more noticeable, I think when you're driving it is the improvement in torque. So the torque uh, has been improved um, significantly and uh, you notice that 
peak torque really kick in at uh, 3,700 RPM as opposed to where it used to be at 6,600 RPM. Uh, So now GR Toyota is the dedicated like performance brand for a performance um, line of models for the brand, right? So this is the the 86 and the Supra and that that's a all of them are going to be GR always, or there are variants that are going to be regular. Or yeah, so um, so Toyota Gazoo Racing is Toyota's global uh, motorsports distributor, a motorsports arm, um, and the, the vehicles that it produces uh, are GR and GR only. So there is no other variant for a Supra or 86. They come in GR, and that's it. Um, in Europe right now, we also have, in Europe and Japan, I should say, we still have the, uh, oh, yeah. the GR Yaris running around out there as well. A lot of people are calling for that. Yeah. They are, they are, it's, and it's exciting. Um, but the GR86 is the, the second vehicle to the lineup for us here in, in the United States. There are some people that are critics of the fact that this car is not, or, or the Supra is not a pure Toyota product, that it has been developed by, in the case of the Supra BMW, in the case of the 86 by Subaru. But the reality of the industry is that companies have to collaborate. Otherwise, these cars wouldn't be possible, right? Uh, correct. Yeah, and it's not it's not the first time we've collaborated with other companies. It's not the won't be the last time, I don't think. Um, and a lot of, to your point, a lot of other OEs will collaborate together to create a car, especially something in a, in a niche market like yeah. this. Um, the research and development and uh, and design efforts are, are are pretty prohibitive on a pretty small volume product so in many cases it makes sense to collaborate with somebody else to be able to bring this car to market otherwise on the flip side we might not have the car exactly so don't be so hard on that on that topic so tell us a little bit because i mean the engine is developed by uh, subaru right but you guys put a completely different spin on it and, and everything else the suspension the chassis everything else yeah really the story is that toyota designed the vehicle subaru was more instrumental in uh in production of oh it. i see um the, the body, uh, definitely Toyota. Um, if you look under the hood, you do have a, a Subaru stamp on, on the motor as well. Um, but yeah, Toyota led most of the design of the product and then Subaru has been uh, leading the production side of it. So your engineers, designers, and everybody is like within the team like from day one uh, designing this car. It's not that you get a car and then like make a few changes they're from the very beginning they're working on the product right they were working collaboratively uh, in a collaborative manner with that yeah um i know with supra as an example um bmw and toyota kind of first got together to determine what platform they wanted to build a vehicle on when they finally figured it out engineering teams went on their own separate ways i heard that yeah in the case of that that car but it's been more collaborative with with subaru for sure so this one now went from uh, the 86 went from 205 to 128 correct which is like a lot i mean from one generation to the other and that's due to the to the new engine but also the suspension the brakes everything has been improved right there's been significant improvements all the way around yeah uh, and one of the the big improvements that came out of it was within the suspension um, and really a lot of the turning dynamics too or the steering dynamics uh, through comments from from our president and master driver Akio Toyota wanted to, to make sure that this vehicle was um, was planted on the on the ground and was just the, the best overall track driving vehicle so I think um, as you've had the opportunity to drive it you've probably noticed <laughs> that it, it handles uh, not that the, the previous generation was bad on the track by you any means it, it was already yeah. great but it handles even that much better now yeah, it makes a bad driver like me much better because <laughs> that technology, no, it's true. Because if the steering is more precise and like the, the suspension is better and the brakes are better, I mean, like, oh, I'm going to improve even though I, I'm not 
that good of a driver, but I mean, I brought a car in one piece, so <laughs> right. that's good. Um, and the other thing is that also in the interior, everything has changed. It's, it's more refined, a new infotainment system. Uh, so also technology in that sense, right? Yeah, on the interior, they've uh, made some some nice improvements on it. Um, some of the, the features on the interior have been lightweighted as well to help contribute to reduction in, in weight. But uh, I think when you just look at the appointments overall from the, uh, the, the leather and... Um, Grand suede or Alcantara interior inserts. Uh, there's some nice on the premium, some nice soft touches um, over the instrument panel hood and on the door. Uh, we do have a nice uh, center console that that closes. That was always kind of one of the things that I always uh, laughed about a little bit, but it's nice because it keeps things Little out details. of the way when you're yeah. shifting. Um, new new audio system. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it. There's an available subwoofer yeah, available you can take in the out, trunk right? that is uh, phenomenal in terms of factory subwoofer. It, it pounds real hard. Um, but just to, in general, your your overall uh, cockpit is very driver focused. Um, everything's easy easy to grab at, and really nothing's going to uh, be a major distraction for you when you're driving. These cars are uh, the dream for tuners. Like people want to really modify it on that, but Toyota is going to help them now. There, uh, I understand there's a lot of new accessories that can go with the car that, that are factory certified, obviously. So that will make the car much better and everybody can make it their own. Yeah, the, the enthusiast crowd is, is a big, uh, they're big fans of, of 8.6. Um, and they've been that way for quite some time, and we know that. So obviously, uh, when this vehicle comes available for launch, or when it when it comes to launch, I should say, it'll have a lot of GR performance parts available for it. Everything from uh, cold air intake, performance air filter, working on strut tower brace, sway bars, um, a, a lot of goodies that consumers will be able to take and, and create some additional level of performance in their car when they when they buy it. Yeah, I think that's my helicopter coming to pick me up to take you back to New York. So, well, thank you very much again, and congratulations on the car. It's fantastic. I really enjoy driving it. And uh, when people people are gonna criticize me because again, I'm not the best driver, uh, especially with the manual transmission. Um, it's hard. I mean, this this track is not easy. Um, but the transmission helps. Like the automatic transmission helps a lot. Someone like me who is not that that good. I'll say if, if you are uh, self-professed not the best driver, take advantage of the opportunity that we're giving every customer right now too with oh, there the one-year membership for the NASA program, National Autosport Association. Uh, within that program, you're entitled to a, a free high-performance driving event or track day. Um, and that'll give you expert uh, instruction with a certified NASA instructor. So I'd say, uh, yeah, get get behind the wheel, take it out on track, get some training, and you'll definitely be a better driver on the other side of it. Okay, in the meantime, I'm going to read the nasty comments on my YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you again. Hey, you're welcome. Thank you for listening. For more, check us out online at TotalCarscore.com.